Welcome to Wisdom Inspired, a podcast designed to help high achievers to eliminate burnout and overwhelm. Now let's prepare to open our hearts, our minds, and our notebooks to receive today's wisdom. Well, I'm going to go right on into today's topic. Our title for today is Three Ways to Move Forward. Three Ways to Move Forward. Okay? So, I'm going to take you around on the journey to get back to where we're going, so you got to stay with me. So, to move forward, right? You think it's right, just what it says, moving on, making progress, going forward. But if you're not like me, maybe I'm going to use myself as an example, and if you find yourself fitting in it, then it works. If it don't, then, you know, look at somebody else's life and see what you can take from it. But oftentimes when we're in our journeys, we get to a place where it sometimes seems it's hard for us to go forward, right? We seem like we have exhausted all that we're capable of doing. We've done what we've known to be right, right? We've done it. We've been doing it. We've seen progress, and now it's time to go forward, and we feel stuck, and we feel like, how do I go for it? What do I do next? Well, I was reminded this weekend, and it's going to be kind of funny how I got to this place, but the power of remembrance, right? Remembering things has a power to ignite us to move forward. Now, oftentimes here in the world society, we memorialize things in remembrance, right? In remembrance of a loved one, in remembrance of an act or some type of, you know, thing that has happened in the world And it really is sometimes coming from a place where it causes people to have to go back to a painful time, right, as far as giving acknowledgement to that particular incident or to the lives that were lost and so forth. But I was struck with the thought of how does remembrance help us move forward? Because oftentimes when we think of it in the context of memorializing, it really keeps people stuck. They stay stuck in that painful moment of loss, right, or the painful moment of this activity or this disappointment. And that really doesn't help people move forward, right? it, It causes a lot of people, more than not, to stay stuck. And there are those of us who... Uh, may perform our remembrances in a different way because we're we're empowered to live. We're empowered to go forward. We're not empowered to go back and want to relive that time. So I had to really go in and, and do some searching on why this concept was coming to me today about moving forward and the power of remembrance. So in my search, I went straight to where the the most common thing in biblical times where we're instructed to do something in remembrance is what we call the Lord's Supper, right? And there are different places in the Gospels where it's talked about. Today I'm going to focus in Luke chapter 22 um, and verses 14. And it goes on there, but I'm not going to read all of it, Okay. So here it says, when the hour had come, he had sat down and the 12 apostles with him. Then he said to them, with fervent desire, I have desire to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. For I say to you, I will no longer eat of it until it is fulfilled in the kingdom of God. Then he took the cup and gave thanks and said, take this and divide it among yourselves. 
For I say to you, I will not drink of the fruit of the vine until the kingdom of God comes. And he took bread and gave thanks and broke it and gave it to them, saying, This is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Likewise, he also took the cup after the supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood, which is shed for you. But behold, the hand of my betrayer is with me on the table. And truly the Son of Man goes, as it has been determined. But woe to that man by whom he is betrayed. So we see right here, and if you go back to verse 7 in, in chapter 22, the day that this particular, that the Lord's Supper was in, um, inaugurated, if you want to say that, was during the celebration of the Passover. Right? Very significant reason. We'll talk about that more this week. But here we see God, uh, Jesus, basically taking the disciples through the Passover. And I'm sorry, through the Lord's Supper and inaugurating them into this concept of remembrance. And if you go over to 1 Corinthians, uh, ooh, I want to say that's chapter 11. I lost my place, so y'all stay with me. Because Paul brings it into the place where he tells them to do this in remembrance of him, right? Because in 1 Corinthians, he's talking to the Corinthians because they just all in love with their spiritual gifts and they just got all off track, right? So he reminds them that they were called to do this in remembrance of Christ, right? So when I was talking about moving forward and getting this understanding of that the power of remembrance helps us to move forward, I came up with three ways on how we do that. So we move forward first by remembering what we've learned on how God has been with us. We go back and remember, not because we're going to remember the pain of it, but it is a reminder of what God has done for us. It brings us back to a place where we can see where he brought us from because the feast of the Passover came because of the Israelites being delivered out of Egypt, right? So it's very significant. Christ is very intentional. God is intentional. Jesus was intentional. Things didn't just happen on certain days just because it came up. There was a reason for it, right? So the Lord's Supper being done on the day that they celebrated the children of Israel being delivered out of Egypt was to significantly point to the fact that I don't want you to remember the pain of my body that it went through, but I want you to remember what my body signifies for you as a believer because I'm doing this so that you may be strengthened and given the courage needed to move forward in the new journey, right? This journey gets tough. As I said, we can be doing right and we get stuck because sometimes we lose focus. And so remembering causes us to refocus our attention on God, who has rescued us, right, who has given us our spiritual rescue from death and has equipped us to live through the spiritual power and authority that we get through Jesus Christ in this land to be successful. Deuteronomy 8 and 18 of the Amplified says, But you shall earnestly remember the Lord your God, for it is he who gives you power to get wealth that he may establish his covenant, which he swore to your fathers, and it is this day. 
So remembrance also helps us remember that it's not us. It's not our power. It's not that we're not meant to deliver ourselves. We're not meant to manifest our successes and our wealth. It is God himself that gives it to us through Christ, right? Through our right standing with God through Jesus Christ that we receive all of the power that we need to be successful in this land. So now it takes the pressure off because usually we're stuck because we're only thinking about what we're capable of. We forget that as believers, we operate under a power that's greater than ourselves. We surrender our short-sightedness, right, because we are limited, because we're humans. We give that over to God and say, God, it's your will, not ours. And he works through us through the Holy Spirit for us to be able to move forward with the strength and the courage necessary to do the thing that God has called us to do, right? Remembrance also removes pride, right? Because pride is a hindrance. Pride is like baggage. Pride comes when we have been eating the fruits of all of, of, of all the things that we've seen, the, the, the blessings and progress in our lives, and we get full on it, right? So we start to get prideful, which is why we're stuck, right? Because we've gotten to this place where we did it. We forgot that it was God. That's why we needed to be refocused. Right, because we will study looking at ourselves. Deuteronomy chapter 8, verses 10 through 11, and verses 14 and 17 say, When you have eaten and are full, then you shall bless the Lord your God for all the good land which he has given you. Beware that you do not forget the Lord your God by not keeping his commandments, his precepts, and his statutes, which I command you today. Then your minds and hearts are lifted up, and you forget the Lord your God, who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage. And verse 17 says, and beware, lest you say in your mind and heart, my power and the might of my hand have gotten me this wealth. So this pride will block the channel of God's power to flow through you. Because now you are, you are relying only on you and your capabilities. And as I just said, we are limited. We are human. So we have already been born with a bounty on our head that has limited our ability to do anything in this land. Because we are subject to the influence of Satan if we have not surrendered our lives over to God through belief in his son of Jesus Christ. Right? And then we fall short even as believers because we, we have the flesh. There's a war going on, right? Paul reminds us of that. But what we have to do each and every day is go through this process of remembering who we are, remembering the power and the authority that we've been given so that we can have the strength and the courage to continue to go forward. If you read further in Luke, you'll also see in chapter 22 that it continues that the Lord's Supper happens right before God Jesus, I'm sorry, before Jesus tells them that he's leaving them, right? He's getting ready to go away from their presence. So the supper was given in remembrance to restore their strength and their courage as they travel in this land. And finally, remembrance is for representing, signifying, and proclaiming the fact, the power, and the authority of Christ's death. That's why he was equipping them with that. Because they were, gonna, they were given the great commission just as we are. They got to go out and serve. They got to go out and preach the good news. So when you're going to run up against opposition, and he knows that. 
But I need you to have something tangible for you to always be reminded of my presence, my power, my authority, my protection, my provision, and my promise. Because that is the only thing that will strengthen and give you the courage to move forward in the face of trouble, right? So when we think about our lives, we are to embrace remembrance not from memorializing our disappointments and our pain but from getting the courage and the strength that we need to move forward because that's what we're here to do. We're not here to die in that place. We are not there to stay stuck. We have to refocus on the power that we have and why we have it and whose we are and the ability that we've been given because of the covenant, not because of us, but because of the covenant that God himself ratified, right? He didn't ask anything of us to enact that covenant. So it's not established based on us. We just get to receive it, and we have to be reminded or remember and be mindful of all that is given unto us as a result of that covenant so that we will have the strength and the courage to go forward. It's to remind us of the progress. Remind us of how much we've grown and how we've learned to trust God in life, right? And when I got the vision of what uh, my time this weekend, what was so important that I think struck home for me for this was because I was given an opportunity to remember where I came from. Not because I asked, but somebody who saw my life inquired. So see, when we talk about being signifying and proclaiming and representing what is your life representing? What is it signifying and what is it proclaiming? Is it leading people to ask you, show me where you came from. Show me where you grew up so that you can have an opportunity to testify to people of how good God has been and what he has done so that in your testimony you get reignited to remember how good he's been and how far he's brought you so when you're at this stage where you feel like you can't go forward, you are now refocused and reminded that it ain't even you going forward because you didn't bring yourself this far, so you certainly can't get yourself no further without him. And you'll remember that he provided, he protected, and he has promised. So his promise doesn't stop. You just have to get reconnected and then get refocused and then get refueled to go about the journey. So remember today that in remembrance, you can move forward. It is not about you staying stuck and memorializing the pain or celebrating that thing, but it is about you getting the strength and the courage that comes from remembering what God has done and then learning that you have now gained a new level of trust for him. And you need that trust, that strength, and that courage for this new level in life. So I hope today's wisdom, even if it may have taken you on a journey, brings you back to a place that it resonates with you today and it encourages you to understand more about how you can move forward through the power of remembrance. All right? You guys have a great and wonderful day and we'll be back on the line tomorrow. I hope you enjoyed the episode of Wisdom Inspired that was brought to you by the AAC Coworking Community, a virtual community designed to support female entrepreneurs, business owners, and freelance professionals. For more, go to wisdominspired.net.